This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And my name is Ariel. <laughs> that is right. Producer Ariel Thomas is on the episode uh, with us today. Luke's on vacation. Yeah. But we the didn't get show. The we didn't get the invite what the heck vacation. Is up with yeah, that, what is Luke? up with that? But the show must go on. So not only did Ariel uh, volunteer to come on the show today to talk about TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, but also uh, she's like, you got to check out the video because she's literally producing the episode yeah. with the camera. What's that little um, program called? Uh, we're in Sling Studio. Sling Studio. She's got all the Monitoring camera angles our up camera here. Angles. She's got her computer. She's got all the levels set up. And we are going to... We're winging really, it. Yeah, we're, well, we're winging it. Josh came in and was like, it's so strange only having two people in the studio because I normally talk to you I'm during Silver Dollars. I'm used to talking dollars, to you back there. And there's no one at the desk. But so. I'm honored to be talking to you uh, up here that's so today. Kind. Well, this was uh, kind of a part two of our episode on going viral <laughs> on TikTok because yeah. when we uh, started getting into TikTok... We saw, you know, a tiny bit of success in the beginning, and then we had one video that just sort of took off and have been sort of riding that wave and learning from that mm-hmm. ever since then. And now I think you've put up at least four videos. One, Well, one's about to hit a million, so you've got at least four yeah. videos that have over a million views. Yeah. One of them's about to hit four million. Yeah. But when we recorded this episode the first time, we had 40-some thousand followers. Yeah. It's not even out yet. I think it comes out this Thursday that we're recording this one, and now mm-hmm. we're already up to 75,000 followers. Yeah. So I put that out yeah. there as kind of a just a, an example of the growth that we've seen because we want to take that, what we've seen working for us, and kind of get that to you guys so that you can learn a little bit about that. And you put together uh, six additional tips on going viral on TikTok. And really, it's not about the viral as much as it is. Obviously, you want brand awareness. And right. so in order to get brand awareness, you need those eyeballs. So it's less about viral and more about hitting more of an audience and connecting with more people that you want to connect with. So the first uh, tip that you give here is kind of an interesting one because it's a little bit different from what we usually say, uh, which is to keep it general. Yeah. So this goes against everything that we normally ever say on the podcast when it comes to, right, right. The riches are in, in the niches. And really when it comes to TikTok, the ones that have taken off and the ones that have gone viral are the ones that anyone can relate to or anyone can form an opinion on. Mm-hmm. So we've done, we, we have a ton of motivational content on our TikTok and that seems to really resonate with people, which is why we have kind of shifted gears and done a lot of that on our stay paid and our TikTok. Also, if let me back this up. If you're not following us on Stay Paid's TikTok, I have to do this as the social media <laughs> manager. Follow us at Stay Paid underscore podcast. I know we plug it every episode, but make sure you're following us there so you can kind of see in real time what we're testing. Um, but we've done a ton of motivational content. And then the other thing that's done really well for us, which we'll get into a little bit after this, is stories. Mm-hmm. So this is really great in the sense of if you are going after people and you really want them to understand your brand, your business, things of that nature, telling stories, but also keeping it on the general side. Yeah. So one of the videos that did really well for us was about an eight by eight campaign. And a lot of people going into that, I'm sure if you're just on TikTok scrolling, have no idea what an eight by eight campaign is. You're generally, if you come right out of the gate and say, this is about an eight by eight campaign, you're going to immediately scroll. If you have no interest in that, you have no idea what that is. But instead, it was a story about a fake agent, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before. But people were able to immediately form an opinion on that. Mm -hmm. And that sparked engagement in our comments of this isn't a real story or this is not real, all of this stuff. And when you get that engagement and you keep it more on the general side, people are going to engage with it and people are, it's going to go. Yeah. viral. It's going to get a lot of views. Yeah. I mean, it's a timeless uh, 
tactic in marketing is storytelling. Everyone can relate to a story. Some of the other things that we've put up recently that have been doing really well is um, telling a story as it relates to maybe something that you're struggling with or that people might be struggling with. I know the one that put one up recently was a story I heard a long time ago. Uh, and it's about this group of photography students, mm -hmm. right, where half the class was given uh, an assignment where they'd be graded on the quantity of photos that they produced. The other half was graded on the quality of photos that they produced. And the moral of the story was, uh, obviously, the group that was uh, graded on quantity ended up taking fantastic photos because mm -hmm. they were out there practicing, actually right. Uh, practicing their craft, whereas the group that was graded on the perfect photo, I think ended up turning in nothing because they sat around all day just talking about right. and speculating what would be right. the perfect photo. So it's that sort of idea where anything that you can have in your business, uh, and obviously keeping it general, but keeping it so that you're connecting with the audience that you want to connect to, that ties back to what you do in your business. Glenda Baker is a oh, fantastic example of this. So all she this. does is tell stories. And the great thing about her is she actually makes sure to look her up on, on TikTok because she actually takes those stories and ultimately educates the audience and gives her point of view through the lens of those stories. So she's combining the entertainment with the education. Right. It's so brilliant. If you don't follow her again, we're just, I feel like we're just going to be plugging so many accounts on TikTok. Oh, well, that's the best Which way is to incredible. Learn, yeah. yeah. And you should absolutely <laughs> be following her. We had her on the podcast. We'll make sure to link to that in the show notes as well. Um, but one of the other things I wanted to touch on before we move on from this point is Alex Ermosi has a great video, another, another account you should be following on TikTok. And one of the things that he says is you need to make sure that the verbiage and the words that you're using in your videos are at like a fifth grade reading level. Yeah, yeah. Because I think so often people want to come off as this very intelligent, all-knowing being, which is all well and good. You should come off like that. But you need to make sure that people are actually understanding what you're saying. Otherwise, your video is not going to be well-perceived because people are going to be like, well, what the heck does that mean? And they're just going to keep scrolling. So you want to make sure that when you're keeping it general, that you're also kind of using... Are you saying to not do more videos about the Pygmalion effect? Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, few and far between. Those videos bomb. So take that as, <laughs> as a word of advice. Don't get too high level uh, with your storytelling. Yeah. All right, number two is to utilize stock footage to help tell your story. Yeah, so this is something we have done forever. Mm -hmm. um, what we started back when we were producing a lot of videos for Luke's Instagram back like two years ago, we would overlay stock footage and we saw that those videos really did a lot better because you're telling a story without really telling a story, if that makes sense. Like sure. when you're able to put B-roll over, which B-roll, to go back to that fifth grade reading level comment, B-roll is literally just when you are putting footage over top of the main footage. So if there's a video of Luke talking over top of that, we're putting stock footage or pictures, video that will relate to what he's talking about. So a perfect example is that photography video. I was able to go onto a site, pexels.com. It's all free stock footage. You can use it wherever you want. Um, we'll link to that in the show notes as well. But I was able to grab stock footage and overlay that on top of the video of him talking about the photography survey yep. in that class. And it really, that one ended up going fairly viral. I think that has over 200,000 views at that point or where we're at right now, I'm looking at our page, 217,000 yep. views on that one. It's always crazy, crazy when they blow up. Um, but that was a really great way that we were able to overlay the stock footage to tell the story. And this is a, this is a pro tip for anyone listening. If you hate being on camera and you want to script yourself out, because a lot of people, beginners, even me, I, I'm on video, you know, few and far between. 
Um, but I like to script myself out. And what's great about if you want to write a script is you can literally just read from your computer, from a piece of paper and put that stock footage over top of it and no one will know. Yeah, love that. I wrote down a couple of app suggestions for people if you're hearing this. You're like, well, how the heck am I going to put? So pexels.com, P-E-X-E-L-S.com mm-hmm. is where you can find the footage. Uh, there's a great site that I used for a while called veed.io. So V-E-E-D.io. We'll link it in the show notes as well. Really easy to use for video editing. So if you don't have the video editing uh, software, you don't have, uh, you know, Creative Cloud from Adobe, uh, or if you're not an experienced video editor, which most of us aren't, it is extremely simple uh, to use that. Another couple of ones, uh, because you mentioned layering in the stock footage, but also putting captions on there. So not yes. only are you laying in the B-roll, but you're putting captions on. I just found a great app called Captions, yeah. which automatically generates your captions for you. You can go in there and tweak it because obviously it doesn't always get all the words right. But it does those fun little things where it'll it'll automatically highlight some of the text and it'll put in emojis automatically for you. And then another one, speaking of scripting out. So if you want to script out, but you don't have stock footage to layer in, uh, I've used an app before called Big View, B-I-G-V-U. Uh, and it actually lets you put a teleprompter right there on your iPhone. So you can actually be looking at oh, your screen. That. You can see the picture of you in the background but it has your script right there on your phone so it doesn't look like you're you're reading something. All right, number three tip is to encourage comments and saves. Yeah, so this is, a, you know, on any social media platform. This is not just a TikTok thing, but what we have seen is when we're posting a video, like I'll, I'll go back to that 8x8 campaign because we saw this immediately, was when people are commenting on your video, TikTok or any Inst- Instagram, any platform you're on is taking that and saying, People are interested in this, not only enough to watch the full thing, to like it, but to go out of their way to comment on it, which is keeping you on the app longer. So what they're going to do is that when they see that, they're going to push it to more people to see if it's, oh, is it just Josh that's commenting because he's a huge loyal fan of Say Paid? Or I am. Is it, as you should be. Or is this the same for a lot of other people? They're going to want more viral videos on their platform so when they see people are engaging, people are commenting, they or even saving, saving goes a long way as well, they're going to push that to a lot more people. So yep. that is one of the main things that we've tried to do is coming up with a controversial topic for a video will generally nine times out of 10 gain <laughs> garner comments. I will say TikTok comments are not for the faint of heart. So you need to know that when you're going in and posting on TikTok, we've gotten some brutal comments on TikTok. People are mean. People are, for whatever reason, <laughs> people are way more critical on TikTok, it feels like, than any other people platform. Also, it's not that. about it's not about controversial as much as it is a point of view. Right. So you don't have to go out there and be controversial, but you have to have a point of view. If you go out there very vanilla, very wishy-washy, very, well, you can do this, you know, it's kind of, we we sort of laugh at ourselves because as marketers, like anytime we're asked a direct question, we're like, well, it depends. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, when you're out there on social media and giving your take, like make sure that you have a point of view. Uh, also, I love the idea of the call to action, right? So yes. letting people know what you want them to do with that video. Brock Johnson preaches this all the time. Huge uh, Instagram coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had Millie Adrian on, so Modern yes. Millie. Uh, she talked about this as well. Like in every single post that you do, tell people what you want them to do. They're not naturally going to do it. How many videos do you look at a day that you mentally laugh at or like, but you don't actually like it? You don't yes. actually share it. You don't actually save it. So tell people what you want to do. A great thing for the saves is giving them a tip. Save this video for when blank, when you need to do blank, whenever you need yes. to reference blank so that because people don't always think 
naturally that they need to save it. But I have literally saved videos because the person was like, save this video for the next time you need X. I was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great point. Yes. I love that. All right. Number four is utilize the time to post. So what do you mean by that? Yes. So when you go into, you want to make sure that you have a business account on Instagram or you have a creator account on TikTok. And what this is going to tell you in your analytics of, you have to be posting a few times. You can't just come out the gate with no posts, no traction for them to get analytics from. Otherwise, you're obviously not going to be able to see this. So once you've posted a little bit and you have some traction, you have some followers, you're going to want to go into your analytics, whether that be on Instagram, whether that be on TikTok, and you're going to see an area that tells you what is the best time to post. You want to make sure that you're taking that into consideration and you are posting when it is the best time to post. It really is kind of self-explanatory, but we've noticed, we've posted, I mean, we've posted a TikTok a day since March 20th. <laughs> so we have seen our times go from 11 a.m. and then we would go viral and then we would get an influx of new followers and that 11 a.m. would change to 3 p.m. Mm. or 7 p.m. Mm. And so you want to make sure that you are keeping a keen eye on that. That way you're able to see, okay, TikTok is literally telling me when most of my followers are on the platform, use that to your advantage. That's yeah. a free tip from TikTok saying, if you want your videos to do well, post at this time. Yep. A little tip here also for everyone is one thing that we found success with. I heard someone say this a long time ago, but whenever you see when your uh, activity is from your followers, post before that, like post like an hour before that, 10 minutes before, like test different time periods before that, because essentially what you're trying to do is catch the wave. Right. Right. So the chances are, if a lot of people are on the app at that time, then a lot of people are seeing the same follower activity for the most part. Uh, So you want to post before that. Luke's been doing this um, where his activity peaks at like 9 a.m. Yeah. So he's been posting his videos at 7.30 a.m. and has actually been seeing a good uh, result from that because people are on and it's ready to serve up that content. Yeah, I will say on TikTok, it seems like 10 minutes before does a lot better than an hour before. We've tested that a little bit. So I would say 10 minutes on TikTok. Yeah, that makes sense. And, And make sure that you're utilizing creator tools. So within your, uh, your profile there, there's an option to hit, I think it's like the top, uh, the little hamburger menu on the Mm -hmm. top, right? And then, uh, it says creator tools, but you can see your follower activity. Like you said, growth rate content in within your content, it shows you your trending videos. So it's actually showing your videos that are currently doing the best right now. Use that to your advantage and make more videos like that video. I've really been studying a lot of different large TikTok accounts and the number of videos that they repurpose by either recreating it, snipping it up into shorter cuts, yeah. taking a comment and doing like a, an intro video that then leads in to that previous viral yeah. video just to keep that engagement going is really powerful. All right, tip number five is to cross-pollinate. Yes, so we are seeing on social media right now, there is a huge push for short-form vertical content. Mm-hmm. So that is Instagram Reels, that is TikTok, that is YouTube shorts. I'm sure Facebook's going to be getting in on this sooner rather than later. What we're seeing do well, it's, it's very interesting when you see what's trending on TikTok and then what's trending on Instagram reels. We see that on TikTok, when there's a trend, it normally doesn't cross over and start trending on Instagram for at least two weeks, I mm. would say. So what's interesting is we'll see something that does well on TikTok, but then we'll say, oh my gosh, it's doing well. We have to post it on Instagram and see if we get the same traction. And we post it on Instagram and it falls flat. Mm. And we're like, well, what the heck is going on? Granted, it's two different audiences. You have an audience on Instagram that is more likely to know you and understand your content versus on TikTok where you're on the For You page and it's just a completely new audience basically every single time you're posting. Mm. So what we're seeing is regardless of how well it's going to do immediately, 
When you post something on TikTok, you can immediately be saving that. And whether you post it immediately on Instagram Reels or you wait two weeks, whatever you do and whatever your content schedule is, you can utilize this on multiple different platforms as opposed to in the past when people would say, make sure you're posting social media content. You would want to post something different on Facebook, something different on Instagram, something different on TikTok, something different on YouTube. The, uh, this is like the golden age. I feel, I mean, granted, I'm a video producer, so I'm a little <laughs> bit biased when it comes to video content, but this is such a unique time in social media where one form is working extremely well yeah. all, across all different social media platforms. So it's going to help you out in the content game when you co- when you go to create the content. Yeah. It's 100% where everything is going. The head of Instagram came out and said it point blank. They're going to start favoring uh, images and videos that use up more of the vertical space of the screen. You mm-hmm. see the popularity of TikTok. YouTube Shorts is blowing up. Facebook yep. is now putting in suggested reels into the Facebook feed. So it's 100% where the industry is going. You made uh, a point here about removing the watermark. Yes, yes. Thank you for bringing this up. This is huge. This, And I would say the same on TikTok as well. Instagram reels, when you create a reel, it will have a watermark at the bottom that has like the little Instagram logo. When you and save your it, when you go when you into your Instagram, click those three dots and save the video. Yep. Yeah. So you want to make sure that when you're posting, if you are starting on Instagram reels and you are then going to want to repost and cross-pollinate that and put that on TikTok, try your best and do not post anything with any watermark relating to a different app because as soon as you upload they have AI that's going to recognize, oh, this literally came from our competitor. We are going to stunt the growth yep, of this. 100%. So you want to make sure, we we do this a ton. There are websites that you can go to and literally grab the link from the TikTok, grab the link from the Instagram reel, and you can download it and it will download without the watermark. There are a ton of those out there. So just take a two second. of them. So nice. if you want to remove a TikTok watermark, and these are ones I've actually tried. So that's why I wanted to make sure. Yeah. I don't want to recommend anything that we haven't tried. Uh, to remove the TikTok watermark, it's Snap tick.app. So that's S-N-A-P-T-I-K dot A-P-P. Uh, and what that'll do is you'll actually grab the link. So when you're in your TikTok, do this with your own TikToks. Don't do this with other people's yeah. TikToks. <laughs> grab the link uh, instead of downloading the video, copy, and then paste that link into that site and it'll download a video with the watermark removed. Same thing with Instagram. To remove an Instagram watermark, you can go to InstaFinsta. Mm. It's the coolest name ever. InstaFinsta. That com to do that. So, cool. all right. Tip number six is get help. Yes. So help. as <laughs> help, I'm like sorry. I need somebody. Um, so one of the things that I hear all the time as a video producer is Ariel, I know I should be creating video content. I don't want to <laughs> do it. I don't want to stand in front of the camera. I don't want to record myself. I don't know how to edit video. I hear you. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. (laughs) Stop making excuses. (laughs) This might be the action item of the episode, a little teaser. Um, But what I'll say to you is I understand that it is not, you know, exactly the easiest thing to understand when it comes to creating video, when it comes to shooting, editing. I understand that. That doesn't, like I said, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. There are so many websites out there. I I have at least Fiverr and Upwork are ones that I've used in the past and I've really enjoyed and I it's very seamless to work with individuals, but you will find individuals on there that are that have the experience that you're looking for, especially, like I said, because social media short form video is blowing up right now. There are so many people with so much experience that you can find online to help you with your video. So if that means you are just recording yourself on your iPhone, you can send that off to an editor 
pay them to edit the content in the way that's going to perform well on these apps because they have the experience with that, they will send it back to you and you can post it on your end. There is so much opportunity. So I just want to throw that out there as the final tip of make sure you're getting help. If you're not comfortable doing it yourself and you don't have the time or you don't want to have the time to go through and learn all of this, find help so that you you aren't just completely negating the fact that you should be doing this. Yeah, and if you see someone's content on TikTok or Instagram and they, they're either they're sort of related or somewhat within your sphere, um, and you love how their video content works, like reach out to them, ask them who their editor is. Chances are they are using a freelancer. Yes. Right? They probably don't have a full-time editor on their staff. I mean, a lot of people do, but but most, you know, solopreneurs aren't going to have a full-time freelance uh, editor. Uh, that editor might be looking for additional freelance work. Totally. So if it's something that you like, don't be afraid to reach out. All right, there you go. There's six more tips to help you get more eyeballs on TikTok. Thank mm. you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode to see all of the producer magic happening in front of the screen <laughs> this time. And if you like this episode and want to support the show, there's two ways we ask you to do it. First is head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to help out the show and show your support is to tell a friend. So I'm talking about TikTok. So, you know, I've got a it kind of relates to like clocks, right? Okay. Right? TikTok. Yeah. Clocks go TikTok. Yeah. 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 Did you hear they're finally making a movie about clocks? It's about time. <laughs> no time. That was good. Have, uh, have you ever tried eating a clock? I have not. It's it, very shocking. time consuming. <laughs> very time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, time and everything, yesterday I bought six watches. Six? Yeah, six watches. Wow. Yeah. You could say I have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> Right. You came prepared today. You said we're coming with three dad jokes. They were all great. You want to hear another one? Oh, you got four? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I actually heard a great time travel joke tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> there you go. All right. We didn't have Luke here to see if he would get any of those, but I think they worked. <laughs> If you want to get a hold of me or Luke or Ariel, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram and of course TikTok. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Ariel, yes. for coming on to this episode. Thank you for this me. was great for this episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm producer Ariel. Um, this week's action item, because I get to do that when I'm sitting in Luke's chair. Yes, you do. Um, this week's action item is to make one TikTok. Put it on your calendar, write out a script, put time on your calendar to record it, edit it or just upload the way that you want to upload it just so you have one done. Edit one TikTok, post one TikTok. And let me back up a little bit. If you're going to do that, you need to first have a TikTok account. <laughs> so if you don't have a TikTok account already, what the heck is the holdup? Get a TikTok account, follow us, then create your content, post one TikTok. That is your action item this week. I also did want to mention before I go, that if you have any questions, I will be putting my email in the show notes. So you can personally wow. reach out to me and I will help you with whatever I can on my end because I'm more than happy to help because there's so much more than just the six that we covered here and the four or three that we covered in the last episode with TikTok and things changed but so But you can't hire her. She's ours. Yeah, sorry. I'm not going anywhere. But if you have any questions, <laughs> I'd be happy to help. The difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single industry is top producers take action. So take action on this today. 